Hey y'all, it's your girl at Joylea, and welcome to my podcast, Backstage with Joylea. Today, we are going to have a conversation with my friend, Moses, about promotions. We're going to talk about everything in the industry, promotion-wise and marketing-wise, as well as a conversation on, you know, the Midwest swing. I've always said I wanted to have a conversation about us Chicago people, so you about to get a little bit of Chicago conversation. So you guys just sit back, listen up, and enjoy the podcast. Hey y'all, again, welcome to Backstage with Joy Leah. Today, we do have Moses here on my podcast. We're going to be talking a little bit about promotions and kind of everything that he does in the music industry. Now, you guys, you know, I got friends, you know, I know, you know, a lot of different people. This man right here is really doing a big thing. Like I, when I do, when I see myself going to big events and big places, I see him. So I know <laughs> this man is doing big things. So you guys, we're gonna get into this conversation. Like I said, with Mr. Moses Davis. Moses, how you doing? Hey, what's happening? What's happening? Thank you for that. That uh, introduction was great. Um, I don't know. <laughs> If I'm doing big things and nothing like that, I'm just blessed and uh, really thankful to be in this position to be able to, you know, sit and talk with you about uh, working in the music business and uh, hopefully it helps somebody else who uh, has that dream to uh, continue to pursue it. Yes, most definitely. How long have you, I want to say, been in it? I mean, it's been, what, about 15 years? Yeah, roughly. I think it's about 13, 13 to 15 years, just depend on. You know, what you would like to use as the starting point, per se. Uh, but I've been involved in music my whole life. Uh, so just transitioning to the business aspect, I really started out making uh, music as a rapper. Uh, I wanted to be the biggest rap star on earth. <laughs> and um, <laughs> then I moved to, <clears throat> I moved to um, Atlanta, and uh, I wanted to take a different route as opposed to trying to pass out CDs and different things like that. I kind of wanted to learn the business first and then kind of transition into, you know, making music and being the biggest rapper. But the music business part kind of engulfed me and uh, intrigued me. And uh, so I've been on this side for a minute, the behind the scenes side for a minute. Okay. So the whole um, behind the scenes side, you know, Um, tell us a little bit more about what you do behind the scenes. Okay. So I'm uh, currently in the Southeast. Our regional promotions manager, I handle the territories of uh, Alabama, Tennessee, and Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, I'm a, a exposure specialist, uh, pretty much. Uh, it's it's kind of mixed between marketing uh, and sales. You know, you have to be quick with your tongue, but you also have to be a person that's full of ideas to be able to get creative with the multitude of artists that you deal with. So, um, 
and uh, I get records played on the radio and also doing a lot of convincing of those said stations to play your records. So, you know, you got so many slots. You only have so many positions. Mm-hmm. And you have so many record companies and different uh, people put music out uh, that, that's good product and is able to be something that they can play on the radio. I have to convince you why you should play mine at your station. And not only that, taking not only that, taking the artists and making them something for nothing. So, you know, in promotions, we get artists who are relatively either big artists or relatively unknown. So people who went up and came down and you build them back up. So that kind of comes into the marketing standpoint. So putting them in front of audiences that make sense um, and making sure that they get the exposure. So that would translate into record sales and also more for the artist's benefit and also the company's benefit as well. Okay, so, all right. So I'm young, trying to come up. You know I'm not, but I'm just saying, just using me as an example. You are the person that is basically needed to get those airplays, it sounds like. Like, because that is what you, you know, what you hear daily, and that's how you become, or I would say, that song get in your head and it'd be, you'd be like, let me go search for this person. Let me, you know, let me go search for this song. Yeah, so most of that is because I'm harassing the program director, <laughs> the music director, the DJ. You know, they see my phone number come up. It's like, man, I'm on the phone and I get to shoot my list, man. You know, my record is moving and it's streaming, it's doing this. All of the tactics that you would actually utilize to make sure that a person knows uh, the different statistics going on or the analytics you if I must say, about the record to really get them an incentive to want to actually add it or play it a lot more, <clears throat> play it a lot more than another record. You know wow. what I'm saying? So I'm up against everybody in the music business. So Cardi B might drop a record and here I come with a record or, uh, you know, another Drake might drop a record. I'm competing with Drake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All these, these different labels. For me, look, look, I got this record from, say, Polo G, Lil TJ. I need to get the slide as well because it's doing this, that, and the third. So um, it's funny because a lot of people really don't know that's how it works. Wow. And really really what goes in, yeah, it's funny. uh, What really goes into Behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah, What really goes into that. A lot of people don't know that it's actually a job to get people's songs on the radio. It's not like you can just walk up there and make it happen. I was about to say, so folks really just don't have hits. It'd be more like this a hot Uh, track. I ain't going to say that. I ain't gonna say that. I okay. mean, it's a lot, it hits our relative. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's kind of regional. No, well, you could look at the, the reason why I say hits are, are really relative because it just depends on who you ask. Your taste of music and my taste of music may be similar, but then you got another person who listens to a whole other genre or listen to the same genre and the song that you might think is not as good. They love it. They right. hear it. It's like, oh, you know, so. It's not so much that they don't have hits. They just may not have a meet. You know what I mean? They may not have the uh, team that lets them know how vital the success is on being on radio. Like you can stream. Uh, you can be a big streaming artist, which is the digital platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and different spots like that. And you can make you some money. Mm-hmm. But I think what's, cute, what's, what's, what's key for you to become a household name, you must have radio because right. most people it's a lot of people that are out now and they they, they go on platinum, they go on gold and there's a fraction of people that know them 
as opposed to the people and the multitudes of people who can know him if that record got on the radio. You know, like your grandmother probably knows who Drake is. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean, his level of exposure uh, radio-wise and different other uh, facets of media. Okay. So, um, you know, not to be all in your business, so you know yeah. these people, like you know the people in every radio station in the, like, I would I wouldn't say in the country, but in the region that in you work. Region. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. my job too. Yep. The DJs, the front desk. You get them the you there. get them the tracks and all that type yeah, stuff. For sure. Every time we drop it, yep. And the so strip clubs. All of that. <laughs> and uh, it's kinda it's kinda hard. <laughs> I, I really man, I'll be honest, I really wish this corona was over. <laughs> so many years I see why so you know so many people want to kind of get involved and know other positions because like you said you want to be a rapper you want to do that that didn't work out so you know you start to do some back-end stuff which is still moving and shaking and you're you know still in the industry so what made you want to I would say reach out to Columbia Records or you know be a part of that. I, well, I already know because I already researched Columbia Records. They got everybody on their label. But mm. what made you want to be a part of that organization? Uh, uh, it was an opportunity that, that was bestowed upon me by a colleague of mine, uh, Yancey, and uh, that's one of my homeboys, as well as a business partner. Um, and he had a, a, another partner that I happened to have known when I first started it. So what's funny was uh, I started out as an intern working at Warner, and uh, I met a lot of people then, and then uh, I did some other things as far as uh, consulting, and then I became a tour manager and got on the road, and then once that kind of slowed down, I was just doing other things, and this just kind of fell in my lap. As It wasn't really a full-fledged opportunity to get a, a, a employment personally. I mean, uh, permanently. It was actually just something that was supposed to be kind of temporary to see if it worked out. And, uh, you know, I live by the motto, like I say all the time, I live by the toe and the dough. You know, I don't really need no foot. Just give me a toe. Just give me a little bit of opportunity. <laughs> so give you a toe. Yeah, so um, I went from that and then uh, thankfully, uh, you know, what I did was impressive enough to give me higher full time. So, 
going from negative to it. Okay. All right. So, having a little technical difficulties here, you know, but it's okay here. Give me one second. All right. So, getting a part of, you know, the promotion game. You know, I've seen you at the BET Awards, stuff like that. Are those some of the, like, incentives that yeah. you get yeah. when you, you know, yes. Yes. You, 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 so you get to go to everything? Well, you, there's certain things you, you may not go to, but it's <laughs> few or far between, you know, and that's just kind of one of the perks and kind of one of the rewards for, um, you know, working in this game and the people you work with. And, uh, you know, I'm just thankful because this was always my dream. I never really had a plan B. I always wanted to work in music, whether wow. being an artist or okay. I always knew that I, I would do this. You know, I never, I never thought Doubt I wanted it. to do anything else. And I, and I, um, you know, just really put my head down and put a lot of work in and kept the belief and stayed in prayer. And, um, and here we are today. God made it work. Sure. He sure did. And, you know, being a part of, you know, the music industry, you know, because I kind of know you from back in the day, like, it, it seems like it's really, really fun. Like, it seems like, I, it, no, it also seems like a lot of hard work because how you just explained, a- you said it's like sales, and I do sales. Yeah. Look, look. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I'm a, I'm a sales rep, so. I could imagine the conversations you have to have to get, you know, certain records played and, you know, certain things done. I could only imagine, you know, it's kind of like sending out a press release or something. It's like you got to make this person seem like they the hottest thing in the world. Like, what are some tactics that you use to, and I'm, you know, not to tell all your business, what are some things that attract? that you have to do to attract this artist to be played well, on the radio? I, I think, first of all, it starts with just first belief. You know, when you pick up that phone and you make that call, you believe that you're going to be able to get it done. I don't think you can do anything without the belief that you can actually accomplish the, what you, you know, the task that you set out to. Mm-hmm. The first thing for me is just like, look, this is what I need to do. This is how many plays I need to get for this week to make sure that this record's performance is indicative on the chart or indicative streaming as far as getting it to play to where people start playing and then there's a return for the company. Um, that's the first thing. Just really going in and believing in yourself. Number two, uh, be knowledgeable about your product, like what, what you have, what you're pitching, um, and, and, and your pursuit of showing people the reason why they should play it. You definitely need those bullet points, the descriptions, what's happening with the record. Um, knowing who you uh, are actually, well, that's another two. Number three, knowing your audience, knowing mm-hmm. your audience, knowing the people that you're talking to because being that I have a region of people to deal with, no one or two people are the same. So where this guy might want to hear about, hey, what's happening with the streams in the market? This guy don't care nothing about it over here. He can care less. Are they playing in the clubs? What other stations are playing different things like that? So that kind of goes in with knowing your product, but also knowing the people that you're dealing with and uh, making sure that you have your ducks in line before you put that call in. Because there's people calling all day long, different people, hey, play my record. I call Uh, and play my record. 
Okay. Uh, number four, just you gotta have personality. Uh, you have to have, um, you know, that feel when you when you get on the phone, knowing the person that you're talking to, buttons to press, how to come in, how to do this and that and third. Um, making sure that you're speaking eloquently and clearly. Um, and, and you gotta have some kind of personality and finesse about yourself because being a stiff in this game, <laughs> it's just not, it ain't gonna work for you. So again, man, I think the most important thing out of those four is the belief. You gotta believe right. that the records you have are the best shit out. You know, pardon my words, uh, the best thing out. Nah, you speak freely. You have to, you have, yeah, you have to present it. You know, you want to present it like that. It's the best thing. It's the best product. And here's why, you know. And man, I mean, it's simple. It's a pretty cut and dry job. And I think my explanation may be taking some of the description out of it. Um, because I think some people thrive in this when they have the skill set. Like you got to be able to sell too. Like some people don't know how to do that. You know, you kind of, you, 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 you can't take no. For an answer, right? You, know, you have to figure out a way. You have to always be close. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, that's true. That's thing. Oh, that's that's yeah. in life. It sounds like I'm I'm learning that. But but you, sell, but you know you sell you sell every day. You know when your kids selling, your mom will sell you, your dad will sell you. You know like when you like somebody come and ask you something, and they say, hey, well let me borrow your car. And you're like nah, and they come back, well you know I'll be right back. You know, I'm just going down the street. That's okay. something. I mean, they give you an incentive as to why. You should comply with what they're actually pitching. You know what I mean? So if you could do that, then um, you can do anything. You're pretty persuasive. <laughs> you can do anything. Yeah, persuade I people. I think everything you do has to have some sales in it. Because if you go for a job for, say, being a truck driver and you get an interview, you have to sell yourself to this company as yep. to why they should. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if, you don't, if you don't have that, this might be a little difficult for you to do. So yeah, you, that that sound like it's it's some real stuff right there. You gotta, you know, sell them artists because nobody know who they are at some point, you know. And I was I was gonna ask that, like some, you know, what are some of the artists that you work with? Who are, you know, some that we may know, uh, you know, you know, I'm old, so oh, man. let's start oh, with the old artists. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so we can go. Let's say Music Soul Child, Lupe Fiasco, uh, ah, Estelle, okay. Sean Paul, BLB, TI, Gucci Mane, Everybody. Main Old Day 26, Wiz Khalifa, uh, Flo Rida. That's everybody from my generation. Look. <laughs> uh, am, I am I leaving anybody out? Uh, wow, yeah, Columbia Records has a lot of people. Yeah, Bruno, but no, that wasn't Columbia. That was when I was working with in Atlantic and uh, Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah, you said Warner Brothers too. Yep, you did. Mm, so that was Bruno Mars, a few people like that. And, then and you know, the and these are like people you work with, you've met them, you know them, you've talked to them. Yeah. That's the cool yeah. part too. That's yeah. tight. Um, most recently would be Lil Nas X, uh, Polo G. Did he really get those uh, breasts? Nah, he didn't. 
I thought that was yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, I knew that was no, fake. No, you got to listen. You know, you got to. <laughs> the one thing about him, I think he's a genius when it comes to just getting the conversation going about it. Okay. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, you don't take yourself too serious. I, I got think you. that's what, I think that's what a lot of people kind of miss. You don't take yourself too serious. And I think he's a kind-hearted type of playful person. Mm-hmm. He kind of gets a little bit of a bad rap for that, but. Nah, he don't, he don't have no brush. So, uh. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, who else, John, what, John Legend, uh, Chloe and Halle. Chloe and Halle? I love yeah. them. I love them little yeah. girls. They? Yeah. Well, they women. You can't. Yeah, you can't I know. They, 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 they started as little girls. I remember when Chloe was on, um, I forgot what movie that was. Um, Meet the, the Browns. Meet the Browns. I, I'm a fan. I, I'm a fan of music, entertainment, everything. So, yeah, I remember she was on Meet the Browns, and I was like this. And I saw that, like, maybe, like, a year ago and noticed her. Like, I've seen that movie a hundred times, but I was like, when she got big, and it was like, oh, that's that little girl. So, right. I love them. They are, they are, I like them. They are, they are extremely, extremely talented. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, We've only seen the tip of the iceberg with them. I believe they just have such an upside, uh, being that they're very uh, active in their own musical um, compositions. You know what I mean? They they do a lot of the production, a lot of the writing. So right. they're very talented. I just you know love to watch their growth and, and seeing them uh, do the things that they really dreamed about doing. Uh, Hallie is actually filming a movie uh, currently over in London, and that should be you know wrapping up pretty soon. And then. Chloe is doing her thing, as you can see online. So yeah. <laughs> it's just been a beautiful thing, man, just being a part of so many success stories, you know, being that little Nas in the Old Town Road, had that phenomenal success, and, and, and just thankful to be a part of that and helping get that, that record to number one wow. across the world. Yeah. So do they consider doing, like, what they're doing online, like, you know, with the Lil Nas X and like you just said, like how Chloe doing her thing online. Is that part of their promotion thing as well? Like, is there an engine uh, behind I mean, that or are they just doing their I own thing? I don't know if it's something. It's kind of a hard question to ask because it's like a yes or no. Like everything they do social media wise is, is, is marketing for themselves, but it's not so much a publicity based marketing move. A lot of times, um, Believe it or not, a lot of this stuff organically just goes viral. You know, it might just, you might have just taken a picture and moving around one day type deal, and you posted it and it just went crazy, you know. Uh, anything else would probably, what I would say would be a direct marketing tactic would be maybe if they put the video on their um, on their Instagram, on their IG, uh, for you guys to go and check it out and look at it and get a preview of it so you can go check it out on YouTube. Something like that, but I don't think because I don't want to put that publicity stunt kind of stamp on them like they were right. sitting there doing this and they knew you were react because a lot of times, excuse me, the reaction that they get they wasn't even expecting they wasn't expect they, they were just they, playing yeah yeah like oh man they really y'all y'all like the that world y'all, mad y'all, y'all, <laughs> yeah or and that's why I, that's why I didn't want to put that stigma on them because sometimes they're doing things from the bottom of their heart and then they get proceeds to something else. You know, once you put it in a worldwide web and it's in this uh, uh court of public opinion, then it becomes something else. 
But, but yeah, you know, I, I think it's a vehicle to be able to show people who you are, uh, that they can actually come to on demand. So I think it is a good marketing tool for it, but they're not always just doing things that they may do in their personal lives for a marketing reason. Gotcha. I gotcha. So, you know, we're going to keep the conversation going here. You know, Moses, you from Chicago. You from the Midwest. South side all day. Okay. Is you from the Wild Hunters? No, I'm from Preston Park. I'm from right before you get to the Hunters. So from 91st to 95th Street, uh, Preston Park, that's, that's me. Okay. Okay. Over there by 87th and South Chicago. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, see, you know, we Chicago people, you know, being from the melting pot, like, you know, you, you named a lot of people that you work with from. It's, you know, Midwest, everything like that. Do you think you you being from a place like that make you so diverse? Because we do have, like, a lot of things going on in the shop. Like, we got that Cali. We got that New York. We got everything. We love all music. We don't discriminate. We've always just kind of been, we like the South. We like everybody. We love the shop, but we like everybody. Do you really think coming from there, makes you more diverse or more of a person that could do this type of job? Yeah, for sure. I think what you said, I think you hit it right on the head. Just this diversity and the access to different types of music, uh, being in South, North, East, whatever, we kind of right in the middle and, and we have access to a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. people don't. And being from Chicago, being in the middle and being a big city, you actually get a lot of access. So, you know, like Chicago, Detroit, uh, maybe Milwaukee, different spots like that, because they're kind of notable cities. You have a lot of out-of-towners coming through there that may visit from other places as well. And you got a lot of out-of-towners that come and move there as well yeah. who may have been from the South and they bring their culture up top. And, uh, you know, I think we, we, we definitely had a wealth of different things to choose from to do professionally because of it. And musically, I think we have some of the best ears because we actually hear so much and we're not blocking out different. Yeah. Okay. Cause you're from the East coast. We don't listen to it or this, that, and the third. So I think we got the best of all the worlds and, and, and combined that just make us a power, uh, a powerhouse. I mean, I, I agree with you on that. Like I really do. Like, and it's not just cause I'm from Chicago. Like he's right. Like we, we really do. We don't discriminate on any of that. We, you know, we, we discriminate more in our own city with the West side yeah. and stuff like that more than we do with, you know, music and, you know, from yeah, other cities. Yeah, it's just because we're competitive. So I, think it's, <laughs> I think it's really endearing. You know what I mean? It's no more than having siblings. When you think about the South side and the West side, we like brothers and sisters. And we just want the, our side to get the most recognition. And I ain't mad. If you're from the West side, I'm with you. So, um, definitely rep your side. I think the South side better. Hello. But, you know, it is what it is. But I, I'm all I'm all about Chicago as a whole. Like, yes. I think that I think that's one thing that people may get messed up. So we can do all this South side, West side stuff, but collectively, don't say nothing about Chicago. Period. We, we you know we, we don't play. We go for your head. We really don't play about yeah. We don't play about the city. We, we don't play about our city. 
That is so true. That is yeah. so true. One of the best cities in the world. I don't care what nobody say. It really, really is. That's why I go back so much. I mean, I think compared to everybody else in the world, you know, people go back to where they're from. But I think people from Chicago go home more than anywhere, anybody else in the world. Like, we stay going home wherever we at. I'm going to say us in California. Yes, I mean, Californians and, do and go I home. Think, yeah. And I think the and I think the reason for both are the same. There's nothing like Chicago and there's nothing like California anywhere else. You can go to Florida and get your beach, but it ain't California. Okay. You can go to different spots and get You can go California, to New York and get your city, but it ain't but Chicago. It's not Chicago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and there's a level of comfort that we have being at home they're clean because there's so, much there's so much culture though, yeah. in our city, too. Mm-hmm. You know, just how we how we talk, the dances. The, the food. The, the, the food, the families, you know, the neighborhoods. The house parties. I just think it's something. Yeah, it's just, it's just something so, so unique about the city that you can go anywhere over, over a period of time and go all around the world, but you would never find a Chicago. I mean, it might be similar. You might see some things that have some similarities, but it's not Chicago. So That is true. That is true. So, you know, I keep saying not to be in your business, but I've been in your business this whole show. Um, what are some artists that you look up to? They don't have to be from Chicago. I mean, just in general. You know, you being in the music industry, and I know it's probably a lot, especially since you've been working with a lot of different people, but what are some people that you you probably right now are like, wow, I, I want to meet them. I really look up to them. You know, dead or alive. I know that's a hard yeah. one, right? <laughs> no, it ain't. Because I don't really, like, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have, I, I, I would like to meet Jay-Z and kind of chop it up with him. I think I have a great admiration for him um, and what he's done for the culture and what he's accomplished. Um, but as far as, that's probably it, like, who I'm, like, itching to, like, because I love the game, but I ain't, it's not that for me. Most of the people that I would probably want to meet would be, like, Marvin Gaye, Michael Jackson. I think I would, like, I would love to sit down and travel over Quincy Jones. I would definitely like to do that. Yeah. Being that he's from Chicago. Yes. And he's from the South Side, and he came from a different time. And mm-hmm. Just to really. You know, I asked him what it was that really pushed him to go in the time that he came up in. Yeah, because um, he went to, but, like, Seattle. He left and, yeah. you know, did his own thing somewhere else and just been doing it ever since. So that is interesting because he came from Chicago, right? It's because sure. it yeah. became him. But as far as a lot of these artists, I really just admire their work. Um, I'm, I'm thankful more so that they get the opportunity to change their la- their lives and the landscapes of their families' lives doing what they love. I don't really fan out over too many people. You know, I, I just like the uh, the opportunities to be able to meet them, say what's up. And just, you know, I like to be around them and show them that they you regular people. Because, you know, sometimes people get so crazy. <laughs> um, they forget. Level, um, yeah, I was working with Trey Songs once, and uh, we was backstage. And this girl just could not stand up. She was so overwhelmed that he was right in her face and she was fainting. Passed out. Um, 
passionate about it. And I just never understood that, that part of the game. Yeah. Like, I just, I never got it. I never got it. And, uh, <laughs> you I, know, that's, the, that's, that's the enemy. <laughs> that's crazy because that's that I get that I get what you're saying when it comes to that part. Like, why are you so overwhelmed? And you probably see that a lot too. No, yeah, I think the whole craze. Yeah, I think people are extremely talented and cool to Trey. I think they, they're great at what they do. Myself, personally, I just don't. But get they're too human, out of right? You feel like they're yeah. human. They're a regular person. They put their pants yeah. on the regular way. They live a regular life. I don't get the whole. <laughs> You said she couldn't stand up. She couldn't. Like, literally, they literally kept trying to hold up, and she kept collapsing, and she was just overwhelmed. Wow. And I was like, yo. I said, Trey, man, you know, you, you really got an effect on these people. He, he laughed it off or whatever. And I think he's extremely talented. I think there's so many people that are extremely, extremely talented. I just don't have that desire to, you know, to beat the dough down to meet him. I have met. Yeah. It sounds like you don't brown nose. It sounds like you just doing your job and you just doing what you got to do. That's what it comes down to, Joyce. I just love what I do. <laughs> I love, it's not so much the part, it could have been, I always explain it like this. You know, I'm just thankful that, that God allowed me to be in this position to meet these persons yes. in, these, in these positions. So it's not so much the, the artist because Maybe, okay, so working with John Legend, it could have been a game. It could have been a, a person named uh, Ryan Davis. Say he wasn't John Legend. I would be just as happy. I'm just saying it's not so much the right. person. It's just that when you think about it, so you talk about a little Nas X, you talk about a music soul child, you think about Lupe. It's millions of people collectively who really have so much of a love for their art for different reasons. Maybe it was some, some song that they wrote that helped them get through a hard time. Right. Maybe it was something that they heard that just really changed their life. Well, they just love them musically, and they're never going to get a chance to be as close to them as I've been. They're never going to get a chance to talk to them. They're mm-hmm. never going to get a chance to um, express. Be on the road. Yeah. yeah, you know, so, you know, like I was on the road with Jaheen. It's like, yo, I was with Jaheem look, to me. Look, look the, the old Jaheem or the new Jaheem? No, the old Jaheem. <laughs> you know? and, and it's like, when you think about that, it's like, man, people love Jaheem. Right, they know? did. That's why I said the old Jaheem or yeah. the new one. Because they talk I mean, about I mean, I mean, they talk about him, but I'm a, He's a good person. Fans. Like, yeah, he's a great guy. And, 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 and he still has fans. You know Is he I mean? from Chicago, too? And, no, he's from Jersey, I believe. Okay, all right. Um, all right. And so a, a lot of that, it, it's that. It's just the fact that I'm I'm in a position to be able to be a part of that. First of all, yeah. First of all, live off music, but number two, be able to be a part of the music business where so many people would love to be a part of. It. So right. I'm just thankful to be in a position to to do it. More and than, more than would you explain that Jaheem thing? How you just kind of explain it, like, it's people that steal his fans. Like, it's still people out there, like, you think certain people fall off or whatever. They still be having fans and a following. And the fact that you kind of have something to do with them getting that 
following, I, I know it probably makes you sit back and be like, wow. You know, it, it, it's actually, just listening to your story, it's, it's, it's like biblical in some type of way. Like, you wanted to do it, but you're doing it for so many other people. You know what I'm saying? Getting everybody, all these people, all these artists, and I don't know if I'm saying that right. You know, I'm on the radio, but it don't matter. But they they have millions and millions of followers, and you're getting them by promoting them and, you know, making all these people. They weren't even known at one point. Right. You know, that has to be like a really good talent or something to do that. You know, God probably was like, you know what, I know you want to do you, bruh. But I'm going to put this in you to do what you think you're going to do for you for everybody else. Because you just named so many people that are, like, huge. And they still got followings. Like, even if they, like, Lupe, they could have fell off for a little while. But he still probably got a good million followers of people that still rock with him and love him. And want to see him at, like, little private events and stuff like that. Like, that's the part that make me be like, I know if I, you know, knew an artist or wanted, you know, or was I would have to get with a person like you to get them promoted in some type of way. It is not just oh, you just hot and you gonna be out there. And I think that's where people get it mixed up. They need an engine or something behind them to really get them out there. It's, it's not just you could play a song all day. Yeah, you got to think, uh, it's just so many people in the world that have so many other things to do. Mm-hmm. And it's such a gift to know how to access those groups when we talk about marketing. Right. Being that the, the root word is marketing. So knowing a group of people and how to sell them on something that they may not even want mm. or reselling them on something that they want or one tit at one time. Okay. You know, it's such a it's such a gift because there's so much information and data that goes into it. And even so, with the availability of said data, most people still don't have it. You still <laughs> you still don't know which way is up. You still don't know where to go to get. So when you do know, it's just such, again, it's a, it's a, it's a really privileged position to be in. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy to get jaded with repetition of anything. For me, I don't have that issue. I love what I do. I just know that it's a job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the same time, as much as it's my dream, I still have thresholds and I still have responsibilities. The goals you got to meet. You still got goals you got to meet. So, again, just being that, my job is to work records, and I always wanted to be involved in the record business. That's just the best thing ever. Wow. So do you think, you know, we're going to end this. We're going to come to a closing. But do you think this is something you're probably going to be involved in, you know, as far as for the rest of your days? Yeah. Yeah, that's I can't do that much. That's, that's <laughs> you love it. If anybody, that, yeah, that's, this is just where. The rubber meets the road for me. I mean, if it's not promotions, it's going to be something involving. Just, I'm going to tell you, the biggest thing is making sure that others from our environment 
have the opportunity to do what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. I just want to tell anybody, anybody listening that don't be envious of anybody in a position mm. that, you, that you, you know, aspire to be in because you can do it. Mm. I'm not like, um, I feel like my mother said I was special. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, I guess. <laughs> but there's no, you know, I live by the motto that God don't play favor. Yeah. So for everything that you feel like you see uh, somebody you love aspiring and they moving towards it, all you have to do is move your feet toward that. You can have the same thing, if not a better situation. So, for, you know, for me, look at me as a testament that you can do it. I think you can do it. Whatever it is, you know, for the ladies you want to um, start a a company, a business, outside of just women products and things like that. You can start you a construction company. Mm. You can start you a, a dental practice. You can start you a gym. You can start you uh, a multimedia Media company. company. Be, I'm about to say, yeah, a media company, you know. You could be, you could be the you next be Oprah. The, you could do that. Like, no, nah, don't be the next. Look, that's nothing. <laughs> don't be the next nobody. Be the first you. Wow. Ain't no next. Be the first you, you know. Live by that because the one thing is, if you had an identical twin, even if you had a twin, you had the same nose, look, still not you. Right. And your uniqueness is what makes you you. You know, Oprah's uniqueness makes her makes us talk about her. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to trying to be Oprah, take some of those tools and details about her character to utilize, but you don't need to be her. You being you, like you got your joy, Joy Leah podcast backstage. This is yours, and this can be something that's groundbreaking itself. Even though it's a podcast, it's a lot of podcasts. It's <laughs> a lot of this, that third, but it's only one joy. Yeah, so, with right. that being said, the thresholds that you set, if you're not in comp- competition or comparison with other people, you wind up setting the standard. You, you wind up becoming the level that people want to be on. So. I just, you know, I just want to tell anybody who's within the the sound of our voices that you can do this. You too can be a a music industry, music industry veteran, a homeowner, business owner, company owner. You know, you want to travel. There are many opportunities out here for you to live the life that you actually want, especially if you're here in the States and beyond. So I just don't ever want anybody to feel that you're going to be, Test it when you got a dream. It's gonna feel like it's not gonna work. It's mm-hmm. a roller coaster. It goes up. It goes down. But please stay on the ride. You will accomplish what you set out to. And uh, you know that's pretty much it. Wow, that yo, you really hit the nail on that right there. That was so inspirational because you are so right. Getting involved. Just keep doing everybody it. motivated. Yeah, you re- that that was very motivational right there because you know it hit the nail on the head. I kid you not. If you out there want to do your thing, you really can. My boy been doing it, and I mean it's a right like we used to just be you know in one sixteen chilling like you know just you know like just regular people you know you going to school minding your business and see. What the fruits of your labor has accomplished, what, 15, 20 years later of you just working, working, working. Because I kid y'all not, I see him 
when it comes to the the big events in Atlanta, he's there. Like it, you you don't necessarily have to be the person in the front. I like to be there. You know, like you don't you don't everybody don't want to deal with all that drama, but the fact that you're in the building lets it be known that you getting things done. And that's what I really admire about you. That's why I was like, yo, can you be on my show? And he was like, you know, I got you. And I really, really appreciate it because people need to hear this. People really, really need to hear a different side of the story. Trust you got your degree, you doing your own thing, but you really have longevity in the industry. And that's what I really admire about you. And you in Atlanta, you doing your thing, you know. You've been out here for just as long as me. Look, doing your thing. So, look, how can people, because I know people want to know, look, I I want my record plate. I want You can contact me me at, um, my name is Mr. Davis on Instagram. That's pretty much where I'm at. I don't really be on Twitter or nothing like that. So, my name, uh, M-Y-N-A-M-E-I-S-M-R. D-A-V-I-S. My name is Mr. Davis. And uh, if you got any questions or anything, you can shoot me um, an email at uh, PrincetonParks at Gmail. And uh, I'll get back to you as promptly as I possibly can, and uh, we go from there. I love the professionalism. You know, look, that's Uh that's another Chicago thing that... That we do. But no, seriously, seriously, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to sit and, you know, give these nuggets and give these tools to people that want to know how to get in the industry. May not necessarily be that talented or whatever, whatever like that, but they have some talents that they can use. And what you just explained, and I'm just, I'm just really in love with promotions, marketing. You know, I, I do it myself, but in a, in a different industry. I've tried to do it in the music industry, but it's hard. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's hard. <laughs> I, I had to go it's, with it. It's hard, but it's hard, it's hard, but it's fair. Yes. It's hard, but it's fair. And, yes. And it takes some getting used to. It's just a different skill you got to learn because um, some of the things that look a certain way, you have to learn that they may not be always what they seem as far as the look. It's a certain etiquette and different things you have to the different guidelines you have to go by. Yep, that's true. That is very much true. So to the fact that you've been doing it and doing it, respect. You've been doing it this long. Like, like you said, shouts out to Real Street Promotion. All them, that that <laughs> 20 years ago, like shout for real. To my man, real. Yeah, respect. Real. Like yeah. to be in that industry for this long, respect, respect for real. I remember back when people was passing out the flyers in front of the clubs and, ooh, years ago but this covid has changed the game but you guys are still doing you know virtually doing your thing so you know i respect that i really i really love the what you're doing and everything so you guys can always reach out to me if you want to get in contact with mr moses davis my instagram is at joy leah you can follow me on facebook at joy underscore leah and you can always email me at joyleahp at gmail.com okay thank y'all so much for listening to backstage with joy leah and mr moses davis having a good conversation thank y'all 
Y'all have a wonderful night. Moses, thank you so much, bro. I really appreciate it. For sure. Thank you. Bless up.